Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Time, the podcast. And today I am bringing the tea. All right, I have the tea. So I have no notes. I roughly know really what I want to talk about because I have been having many conversations about this behind the scenes. And it's because there's a conversation brewing that finally people are talking about more and more and again like i have been having this conversation one-on-one with some of my clients with clients who have become business friends um associates um peers in the entrepreneurial online space and these things just kind of come up right and i'm finally ready to bring it to the podcast all right so first i'm gonna work my way backwards this morning this morning being the 21st of september 2021 right if you follow me on instagram go follow me it's at underscore casamarina if you don't follow me yet head on over there but i i've been sharing i've shared these two posts that i'm going to use as reference in my instagram stories so this instagram story well, this Instagram post is from Small Business Boss. And what she said in the form of like a Twitter style graphic, she said, can we stop listening to celebrity entrepreneurs who crap on service businesses already? They, D-G-A-F, they don't give a fuck about what business model is best for you. They're simply selling you a story so you'll buy their next program or mastermind now what really gave me life is the caption so the caption is over it how about this instead of us buying into these bs stories about service businesses and how it leads to burnout and you can't scale we try something different so first things first scale i'm gonna circle back to that right scale here's my first thing that i've noticed over the past couple months scale what if we find ways to make our services work better right so let's let's talk about efficiency right efficiency is another topic what if we find ways to make our services work better for us right so that is now goals alignment and what is our definition of success right so i'm gonna circle back to that because you know what the real problem is with these stories they're designed to create a narrative designed to convince you that you need to change your business model also you buy the program or the mastermind look at your services and skip the trend no or that you'll buy the program or the mastermind she continues by saying look at your services and skip the trendy shit figure out what works for you based on your skills your strengths and your values i put in the word your each time for emphasis because lack of alignment right will get you every time if you hate marketing don't go for a business model that is marketing driven not every business has to market themselves but some more than others you know think about the little bodega the parlor shop those are just businesses that 
just are positioned to make sales. They don't really have to market, right? So that's just a, a very small example. Some uh, needs more marketing than others. If you find calls energetically exhausting, don't go off from a business model that requires you to be on Zoom constantly, keyword constantly. If you loathe having ongoing commitments, don't offer retainers to your done for you clients. So that's also something that I've been intentional when I came into my business. I always believed in empowering my clients and just business owners in general because i believe there is power in knowing how to do something and delegating because you just want to and you're busy but you have the money you have the money because you're so busy making money and you want to delegate so my place was i built a business around what works for me i didn't like retainers right in the beginning i didn't like feeling like i always have to be tied to someone's beck and call so i did not have the option but i did have a support option just not retainers it wasn't something i actively marketed but you can express to me as a current client as a past client of mine who i would have done their website for that hey you need support you definitely want to do this let's see what we could work out all right so that's just an example don't do don't offer retainers if that's not your thing if you don't work well under pressure don't offer vip days or intensives so funny enough i do work well under pressure i noticed as a creative i leave things for the last minute anyways and if i have too much time i get bored quickly hence why i align very much with intensives and vip days right so again that's just using that as an example if you want to do more creative work don't switch to coaching because you think it's easier many people just switch to coaching because they think it's easier or they sell courses because they think that's easier or they might switch to selling templates because this it allows them to do creative work um and then they think it's easy. They don't have to deal with clients, right? Again, everything is subjective and everything is different. So I'm just saying this, are some, this is some examples of that, right? She goes on to state, it's all fixable. Instead of blaming the business model, we should consider how do we make it work better for us, right? Business is a constant journey of figuring out what works for us and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. So that's why I make jokes and I do the TikToks and the reels around when people come looking for something that you offered last year. Sometimes we've just outgrown certain service offerings. We've outgrown certain price points. All right. So let me continue. The caption isn't done. I'm almost done. It may be adjusting your offer, right? That's what I just explained. What I just explained is an example of adjusting the offer, but you're not changing your business completely so some people change their business and they start something else or they keep changing their business model nothing is wrong i'm not here to shame anything it's just speaking about something that i think really needs to be said that sometimes as business owners we might not be aware of all right so it may be adjusting your offer or market or adjusting your marketing or the way you deliver right delivery right 
And part of growing in business really is a constant of tweaking delivery. I have tweaked delivery several times because as I discover a way that works better for me and that's going to improve the lives of my clients, I tweak. I don't hang on. Like if I find a better process, a better way to deliver something, then hey, great, I'm ready to to make that adjustment. But there's likely a way to do it so you enjoy your work and you get paid. I'm going to say that again. You enjoy your work and get paid. Those are two important components. And I'll take it even further, which is important, is of service to your customer or client. When you enjoy your work, I think it goes without saying that you deliver better work and Ultimately, if you're enjoying what you're doing, your customer and client is going to be happy, right? Just them being happy makes you enjoy the work. So anyway, it can be that simple. Even if that's not what celebrity entrepreneurs want us to believe. So that is her caption. And that really just told me, you know what? I really need to talk about this on a podcast. So let me move on to the next next post that really resonated with me and then i'm gonna backtrack to my own experience right and my experience in the past couple months so this post comes from tamara darden right tamara t-a-m-e-r-a dot d-a-r-d-e-n and the post goes transparency moment i have no desire to grow my business into a multi-million dollar empire I like being a big fish in a smaller pond. In fact, I'd be content making 150K in revenue per year while lowering my expenses. In my case, personally, now that was me quoting her in one of her carousel slides. So that's the first slide. For me, my experience, and I've been saying this for months, I am okay being a small fish in a bigger pond. So for those of you who know, you understand what I mean when I say that. I'm not going to go and explain it. Read between the lines. She then goes on to say in the next carousel slide, for everyone who thinks I'm busy, I'm not. I'm just very intentional with how I use my time. For September, I've only had one booked job and hit my revenue goal of 15K. Total revenue was actually around 22K. 7k was a delayed payment instead of booking more work to prove i'm working or to prove um my business is booming that's me that's me right that's me putting in ad libs right she has also went on to say i've opted to enjoy the moment and exhibit better financial habits now before i go in let me chime in i cannot wait till the end to circle back right actually i should i should continue I'll continue and then I'll circle back to the points that I want to make. Instead of booking more work to prove I'm working, I've opted to enjoy the moment and exhibit better financial habits. This is a different spin on entrepreneurship, isn't it? She asks. Everyone has their own journey to walk. Ooh, that hit me because I've been saying this. I've been saying this and I need to bring this to my Instagram feed, which will happen in micro content, you know, This is the long form, and then I'll make the micro content from this podcast. For some, making as much money as possible is their goal, 
but that's none of my business, <laughs> right? For me, it's making enough money where I feel comfortable and exhibiting self-control and self-discipline to make that money work for me. If I don't need to work more in order to sustain myself and my business, aka, I'm, this is me chiming in with ad-libs, your lifestyle, your version of success, I can make the sound decision to say no. Business, she goes on to say, business also has its seasons. Maybe this season for me is about learning how to do less and earning more. Easier said than done because I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that, right? I do not know when this season will end. Maybe the next season will be how to manage a rather heavy workload, but I can cross that bridge when I get there. She ends by saying, may this thread encourage you to appreciate where you are and embrace your vision of success. Woo! I don't think you all really understand how much this, this post, I really love this post. But I think you all get it now by actually hearing my tone of voice and how much I'm into it. All right. So I'm going to circle back to the first Twitter style graphic, but let me deal with this carousel first. All right. Let me deal with this carousel first. And the part about building a million dollar empire. <sighs> okay. The thing about this is that first it was, and I'm talking in US dollars here for the record, right? Let me just set that straight. US dollars. All right. If you're new around here, please know that when I'm speaking, I'm speaking in US dollars, unless I state otherwise. All right. So. It started off with 5K, right? 5K, 10K in 2016. And this was, I think, was reasonable goals, right? You're not going to leave a 9 to 5 to, to struggle. And the average person, 5K to 10K is, you know, a nice place to be, to live a comfortable life and raise your children. Maybe not for everybody. Maybe some people have more lofty goals and lifestyle, but... On average, that was like the first major milestone, 5K to 10K. And anything more is, is nice, right? Again, it all depends on what your version of success is. So six figures, let's break it down. Six figures means minimum 100K. 100K monthly is about eight to nine K a month, right? So you understand that when people talk six figures, they mean probably around a five figure month or eight or nine K right before taxes. <laughs> so the fact that she's saying she's very content making 150 K it's relatively modest, right? But it's still considered like, woo, you're doing it. You're making money to say that, Hey, I make a hundred K my business, right? That is, I think the first, reasonable milestone i think it's really nice okay everything is subjective everybody has different goals and again this is not to shade anybody who wants to be a millionaire right and this is not to say that this is my limiting beliefs and i'm projecting this to other people i'm aware of that i'm aware of what i'm saying right now nothing is wrong with wanting 100k 250k 500k or a million dollars nothing is wrong with 
um, building an empire. There's nothing wrong with building legacy, but there are many different ways to build legacy. For some people who came from a very humble background, a legacy could simply mean I bought a house that I could pass on to my children, and that's it. They're not trying to be real estate investors or nothing. Like for other people, they might be like, well, one house isn't enough because that's the house you're living in and you're not leveraging that in any way. For some people, that is legacy because they came from nothing. You don't know people's backgrounds. So sometimes the online space with all being constantly bombarded with so much different messaging can become toxic for some because people are out here working damn hard to reach their version of success and then you have this messaging that shames you and makes you feel like you aren't doing enough and this is where it's like we talk about freeing ourselves from the nine to five but then we sign up for another version of toxicity that just throws you into hustle culture all over again right so nothing is wrong with the million dollar goals but I find like that's, I feel like that's just become such a trendy form of messaging. Like, oh, this is what people like. This is what make them tick. This is what make them click hard. This is what's making them comment. This is what's making them share. So maybe I need to do more of this because this is what my audience wants to hear. This is what's going to make them click the link in my bio and download my thing because that's what they want to hear. And I need to promise all of these things or even if you're not promising, you're saying all of these attractive things, right? So I, I had an experience within the past couple months and it found me in a space where there was just a lot of pressure to hit certain figures, especially based on the size of the investment. And again, I'm not blaming the this this situation but the point is i found myself in a space whether it's through the program or just through the circle and what it's all about i just found myself encountering more and more less ease and flow type of business than more hustle 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 and it's like you have to prove yourself so much to be like a valid contender and i say that loosely in this space because it's like if you are not doing the thing whatever the hell that is <laughs> right based on other people's standards it's like you're not good enough to work with them right like if you aren't making x amount of dollars or you're not living in this particular location or driving a particular car it's like well i mean i know there's this saying that for me to invest in x or I need to work with somebody who's achieved what I want to achieve. And honestly, while that is good, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case because everybody has their version of success. So how does that invalidate somebody knowing their craft? Somebody driving a modest car or living in a modest neighborhood because that they have different goals to you doesn't mean that they aren't qualified to teach you certain strategies or it doesn't mean that they aren't qualified to help you in my case with your branding or your website what matters is their portfolio what matters is their years of experience what matters is is the content making sense is what they're sharing in their free content making sense when i hop on a discovery call 
is the vibe aligning because they might have all of the things on paper right they have all of the things on paper that show that they're qualified but y'all might not be the right fit and we shouldn't take for granted the right fit so both need to mesh you need to have that connection because when you're working with a service-based business owner they could even be the most popular kid on the block but if the personalities don't align the working relationship is going to be a hot mess all right so we need to really sit down and really look at people who they are what they have and what they have to offer and their credentials i feel like credentials has come down to being the person with the most likes the most followers the most shares and just be the popping it girl on the online streets and i have seen this since 2016 but i haven't seen it like it like it is today like people only want to work with the million dollar coach they only want to work with the coach who's making 500k and it's like i i said this to someone and it made sense to them right i had to slow them down because i made this mistake myself right i made the mistake of like well i want that so i should be working with that person and i've realized that this is what sets you up for imposter syndrome this is what sets you up for depression when you do invest in certain coaches and then you don't see the results you're expecting we think by investing in certain service providers or coaches and like buying into a particular circle that it's just going to kind of rub off on you and that's not the case and while it's awesome it's not awesome when you are in a group and you're not seeing the results you expect to see so for example let's say you just started your business and you're on level two but you know that your long-term goal or mid-term goal is to be on level 10. let's say level 10 is hitting six figures but you're just on level two yes many times people could make quantum leaps if you're into manifestation but let's just take it down a, a bit if you are on level two what's wrong with working with the coach who's two steps ahead of you right so that's why I'm, I'm using the analogy of levels because you're looking at it like a step right you're looking at the step you're on step two and or level two and the life that you love is level 10 but you skip all the coaches who are on the levels in between or strategists or consultants and you jump all the way up to level 10 to work with god coach at the end of the day every business owner and entrepreneur especially online still has to put in the work and putting in the work just doesn't mean committing to somebody's five step six step or ten step framework it means still that you have to pay your dues it means you still have to give it time you have to implement their framework for a certain amount of time because guess what the coach who just made who finally hit seven figures or multiple six figures you don't you didn't see them or know that they existed when they were making 10k 20k 30k 40k 50k 
and so forth. You didn't even know that they existed. So that means you are in your time of no, people not knowing you and you still have to hit the internet streets and put in the work and allow the work to I want to say manifest but you want to give it its time to marinate right you want to give that seed a chance to soak up all of the nutrients of the soil you have to water it every single day and it takes time and a lot of people quit business because they started i actually heard a story from a couple years ago from one of my clients started a business with a business partner and after three months she said she wasn't a part of it anymore <laughs> it was so crazy i was i was dumbfounded i was literally dumbfounded I was like what after three months she quit because she was expecting to see money after the first month listen let me tell you all starting a business starting a business is not like starting a job if you want to see money in the first month go get a job because they're going to pay you a salary at the end of the month i'm not saying you won't make any money especially if you start a creative business like photography or graphic design or va you'll see money but it doesn't mean that you're gonna see a full month of living expenses for that first month you could but um it it is one of the easier businesses to see a return on immediately with the least amount of output but to expect that it's it's just not a job all right so if you want a job go apply to jobs if you want to to get money immediately all right the next thing i want to talk about is a scale so you know so often you just open the instagram app and everybody many people are celebrating these six figure milestones and it's inspiring i must say it is inspiring but it's the again the pressure to then perform at the level of everybody else the comparison syndrome comes in and it's like okay great this is inspiring and then they're like yes my next goal is to make 250k and i'm gonna help women be millionaires and to me again this is no shade but i have to talk about it to me i just keep seeing this thread of everyone saying they're here to empower women but are they really genuine to me it's just coming across as really great content they know the messaging to use and they're using it and i want to come here to say it's okay to be inspired but take everything with a grain of salt take everything with a grain of salt because you don't know everybody's whole story and don't let that make you depressed because it's easy for inspiration to quickly turn into desperation <laughs> well not desperation but into depression all right depression it could be desperation because then you become very desperate to make microwave microwavable results like you want to get instant results and you want to be where they are now and this is where we experience the burnout this is where we get tired so let me bring it back into context for me i am a mom i had to finally come to the realization that as a 
not just a mom but as a single parent with very little support network i have a lot to do on my own i had to get back to my why make the notes write this down this is a prompt that's a prompt what is my why oh before i continue if you would like to purchase get my basic to branded workbook it's these types of prompts i have in the book to help you work through and not get sidetracked i even have pages that are journal prompts specifically that helps you to reflect on your personal why not just like your business why and your brand why that's brand strategy stuff but the real deeper stuff yeah purchase the book get in touch send me an email at cassiacasamarina.me and definitely get your copy of the basic to branded workbook and you can even purchase the course and get the, the book for free right so there are options just get in touch and let me know what you'd like to purchase all right so again what is your why so my why i had to it's very easy to lose sight and this is why it's so important to have to have a book like that for example and always circle back and journal because you have to periodically revisit your goals what are your personal goals and what are your business goals because your personal goals are going to then reflect in how you set up your business we started our businesses for freedom i think it's safe to say that everyone got into their business for freedom what kind of freedom that is dependent on you for me i wanted freedom from hustling to a job i never liked going to an office to do the same thing that i could do remotely nicely that a lot of people are seeing the light a lot of agencies are seeing the light and they've gone remote but i like setting my own hours i like the flexibility i like not having to work on 10 projects a day and be working and designing from 8 in the morning till 7 in the evening like and and making probably a fifth of what i i make doing that same amount of work so anyway freedom right so what is my why my why is recognizing i don't have a lot of support and i need to be at home with my two kids and giving them the attention that they need now that we are in a pandemic the kids are home they need more attention i have always tweaked and adapt my offerings so that i don't take on too much that i can handle so i really resonate with the part where um Tamara Darden said she just looks busy, but she likes making more and doing less. And why shouldn't I have that? Right? Some people's goals are to be millionaires. My goal is high ticket so that I can serve premium services while doing less, while giving me the space to spend more time with my children and be present in their lives because just a couple months ago like some days i find myself crying <laughs> like like mommy tears right not deep sad tears but crying just looking at them growing and getting older and it's like oh my gosh in just a few years they're going to be teenagers and they're not going to want to spend time with me like they want to right now i'm going to miss these years that are in my face right now and that is what is important to me it's important to me to be paid well 
as well as have time freedom as much as possible because I do have to show up for clients, right? And again, like I have kids, so I want to be able to provide them with all of the things that they need so that they can be successful in life and honestly give them what I didn't have, right? What I didn't have was that support of both parents in my life. I was raised by my grandmother. God bless her heart. I may she rest in peace. But she did as much as she could. And I see the gaps in what I didn't have. And I want to ensure that they have that and that they feel supported, not just financially, but emotionally and mentally. And that is me being there with them. And I still struggle with having to balance, hey, I need to show up and do this podcast, I have to do the live, I have to, you know, do the work and be this content machine, but then, you know, they still want me to play, Uh, especially my son, he loves attention from me, and I guess you could say he's a bit of a mama's boy, but he needs what he needs, and as much as I'm building this business to give them that, I also have to have boundaries with him and let him know, like, listen, I know you need my time, but you also need to let mommy do her work, right? So there's that. And this is the thing about entrepreneurship. I know we've seen the jokes about, you know, hey, we're lying down in bed and we're thinking about the order that we didn't fulfill our email we didn't reply to so it's like even when i carve the time to spend time with my kids i struggle with remaining mentally present like i'm there i'm next to him but i'm not into it because i can't shut this entrepreneur brain off and that is me and i need to work on that but all of this to say that i'm sharing what is important to me i'm sharing that it is okay to not have elaborate goals it's easy to open the Instagram app and see shiny pictures of Rolls Royce and mimosas and poolside and planes and, 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 and those things are wonderful. I, honestly, I'm not trenchated because I love those things. I like seeing that. It gets me excited, but we also have to be mindful of protecting our energy and not losing sight of what is important to us and what is important to our goals all right so sometimes we get inspired and we get carried away in somebody else's vision or curated feed that (coughs) sometimes isn't always the truth not saying that they're lying but there's just so much that we don't see like we're not seeing what they're doing to get them there we're not seeing where they're possibly being ingenuine because trust me there are ingenuine people out there they say they're here to empower women and all of this pretty words but no they're not they're just they're, they're giving the messaging to enroll the next person right and it is important to talk about this and I posted this on my Instagram stories and I'm, I'm going to pull it up. What did I say? What I said was, we've been gaslighted into not speaking out for fear of looking like a hater, but more 
and more people will speak. And that's why I'm having this conversation here on the podcast, My Curated Safe Space, because that's exactly it. It it has it's there. It's like, oh, don't focus on the the coaches who are scams. For, for lack of a better word, like that messaging is there so that you won't question anything, so that you won't ask yourself, listen, I don't think this is okay. Because then now you start to doubt yourself and your instincts and think, oh my gosh, am I being a hater because I'm not hitting those goals? You know, who am I? Look at them. They're so successful. Like, like no. And the fact that these two posts came up back to back for me means it's not me alone and that means that somebody else out there needs to hear this and understand this and not to be afraid of entrepreneurship because it can become overwhelming and then you back away and then you feel like you know i think i'm over in my head i have too much in my life going on so maybe i should close my business because Um, some sort of failure or something along those lines like I always say you're not a failure as long as you can sustain your bare necessities like if your job paid you 5k and your business is replacing that and you're working less than you did at your job and you have more time with your family then why would you quit your business to go back to a job that was draining you or stressing you out or not allowing you to take vacations when you like or multiple ones multiple times a year because we know when you have a job you could only take so much time off so to me it's like you're never a failure as long as you are meeting your day-to-day commitments if you can still take out a health plan a dental dental plan invest in insurance to protect your family you're able to pay your rent and your mortgage that's not a failure but we've placed so much emphasis and importance on new rolls royce and looking pretty on instagram that we forget to really be real and don't get me wrong i love instagram i'm a visual person i'm a creative at the end of the day that's why i loved instagram because of how it allows me to express my creativity but i do recognize that it is a toxic well it can be a toxic space and this goes back to what i said in my life a couple months ago no it was a month ago it was it was like about a month ago i did a live called a better you a better business with neola zama I'm going to put the audio on the podcast soon. But what I said was, if something feels toxic, we have to examine why. Because it's not necessarily the thing that is toxic, but it's how you react it. And then you need to check why you feel that way and make the necessary changes. So for me, I'm not going to be like, oh, Instagram this and Instagram that. But it's prone to toxicity and it could be toxic so then what i've decided to do is use instagram more intentionally really use it as a platform to amplify what i want to see from the app and i want to encourage you all to do the same don't get caught up in trendy messaging get caught up in your authentic message 
all right so let me wrap this up because i'm almost 40 minutes in and to wrap up i touched on the scale right so we go from 100k and then we're not we want to go on to more and more and more and all of these bold statements which power to you right like tamara said it's none of my business but we can't just stay here and say that we're not seeing something happening here and it's okay if you align with that but i think we also need to appreciate the people who just want slow and easy business and when i say easy not easy that business is easy but we are happy with our one to two clients a month and we're not trying to burn ourselves out like if we can just clock in and show up for our one to two clients that's making us hit our income goals and then we say peace let me go spend time with my family let me go spend time enjoying life and visiting um times square or visiting disneyland or visiting um the beach or visiting i'm trying to remember the name of this place the carney bird sanctuary it gives me more time to engage in life because at the end of the day what's going to remain the relationships that we have with our loved ones right scale address that efficiency let's work on being more efficient let's work on our customer service that's one of the frameworks that um, I call brand what is it brand experiences brand experiences is just giving delightful customer experiences that is very specifically branded to you like when you go to starbucks it's a it's customer service but it's a certain kind of experience the way how they call it they write down your name that's a brand experience that's a specific thing that they do they write your name and they personalize it and they call your name that's what we mean by brand experiences. Then the other thing I, um, I had here on my notes is goals alignment and defined success, which I touched on that. So I want to wrap this up because I don't want this to be too long. I know you guys like the long episodes and you don't mind them, but when it's a solo episode, I still want to be mindful and respect people's time. So if you really love this episode and you want more of it, then you know what to do leave a review of this podcast on apple Podcasts. i know the other apps are a little bit weird to leave reviews or you can simply screenshot this episode and share to social media and tag me specifically instagram is what i'm referring to but hey if you want to share this on facebook linkedin wherever just tag me i'm on most of the social media apps because when you share this podcast it helps the podcast to grow and really lets me know that hey what i spoke about in this particular episode really resonated so i would really appreciate if you can screenshot share this podcast and tag me so that i can give you guys a shout and know who's enjoying the podcast and also don't be shy to dm me on any podcast episode like let's keep the conversation going i love chatting with you guys in the dms and yeah i think that is it for today if you would like to work with me and book an intensive um definitely just send me a dm and or you can go to my website 
head to cassiamarina.com forward slash contact, fill out the contact form, and we will respond within 24 to 48 hours. Yes, I, I'm not hard to reach. Reach me via my website, my email, and Instagram. Until the next episode, here is to episode 60. I'm celebrating episode 60. Deuces.